Sefer Shmot, Parshat Beshalach, Praying with Your Feet. This week's Torah portion is one of cinematic intensity. Having had a change of heart, Pharaoh orders his armies to chase after Bnei Yisrael. The Egyptian warriors, by horse and chariot, easily overtake the recently freed slaves who are fleeing on foot. Trapped between Pharaoh's advancing troops and the Red Sea, Bnei Yisrael cry out to God and to Moshe, What have you done to us, taking us out of Egypt? It is a moment of profound terror. Imagine it. All you have ever known is life in bondage in Egypt. Now, you've taken the profound risk of following Moshe out of Egypt, the land where you were born, and into the wilderness so that you may reach the promised land. You've taken only what you can carry with you. You can hear the Egyptian charioteers growing closer. You know they can carry terrible weapons. What have you done? Is freedom really worth it? B'nai Yisrael call out to Moshe that surely it's better to be slaves in Egypt than to die in the wilderness. Moshe shuts down these complaints without much sympathy. God will go to battle for you. Hold your peace. More or less telling the trembling and fearful people to be quiet. It is at this moment that God interjects. Then God says to Moshe, why do you cry out to me? Speak to B'nai Yisrael that they go forward. God is essentially saying, don't cry out for me. This is up to you. This week, I'd like us to think about the times when it is up to us. Of course, there's a place for faith, emunah, and trust, bitachon. But in this parsha, God is telling B'nai Yisrael that we must take responsibility for ourselves. It is in times of uncertainty that we might find ourselves most desperate for guidance and clarity. We don't know where to go. We don't know how to get there. We want help. However, this Parsha reminds us that often in times of uncertainty, we must keep journeying forward, even when we can't imagine what the path will look like. Among the commentators, there's quite a bit of discussion regarding whom exactly God is responding to and asking the rhetorical question, Why do you cry out to me? Ibn Ezra asserts that God is referring to all of B'nai Yisrael who are collectively calling out to God despite Moshe's assurances that they will be delivered. However, Rashi takes a different position, saying that it is not B'nai Yisrael who was praying in fear in this moment, but Moshe himself. Quote, whereupon the Holy One, blessed be he, said to him, it is no time now to pray at length when Israel is placed in trouble. The Rambam sides with Rashi, writing, this is the correct interpretation. Moshe was at a loss concerning what he was to do. He therefore prayed that God should instruct him. But whether this verse refers to Moshe or all of B'nai Israel, what's clear is that this is a moment of terrible fear. In a state of fear, anyone can fall into a despair that causes our world to narrow. It's worth noting that the Hebrew word for Egypt, Mitzrayim, can be translated as the place of Tsar, the narrow place. The narrow place is anywhere we have been in bondage to our despair. Perhaps in the moment we made a critical decision, the world seems so big and hopeful. We were free. We were leaving Egypt. But as soon as uncertainty rears its head, fear and despair may follow. Few pressures are scarier than that exerted by uncertainty. What will happen to me? 
uncertainty is not exclusively an ancient or modern problem. In ancient times, uncertainty was connected to weather, for example. Will my, my crop survive? Sickness, who will be struck down? And outside attacks, will the walls of our city keep us safe? In modern times, the uncertainty we face is not so different. We have uncertainty about the weather in the form of climate change, sickness in the form of pandemic, outside attacks in the form of violent extremists, not to mention the added uncertainty of economic instability, market crashes, inflation. Clearly, throughout time, human experience has been defined by uncertainty. There's a famous song with lyrics adopted from a teaching of Rabbi Nachman of Breslov, Ko Haolam Kulo, Gesher Tsar The whole world is a very narrow bridge. Vihar Ikar, Lo Lefached Klau. And the main thing is not to have any fear at all. But the truth is, we can't command emotions. There may be times when we feel tremendous fear. What we can do, what this song is encouraging us to do, is to act courageously despite the fear. Isn't that true courage? How can we act when we are afraid? It's understandable to be cautious in moments of uncertainty. And yet, we must also find a way to not be paralyzed, but to move forward, to trust the dream or the promise we once had that led us to embark on a journey. In fact, in Exodus 14.15, the verb we translate as go forward from the root nun samech ayin, to set out on a journey. In this parsha, we are learning to trust the journey. One of the great heroes of this episode emerges in rabbinic literature, where we learn about the courage of Natshon ben Aminadov, of the tribe of Judah, who was the first to enter the Red Sea. According to tradition, he walked into the sea up to his neck before the sea finally split. The medieval commentator Rabbi Bachia ben Asher offers that when the Red Sea saw Natshon ben Aminadov enter so fearlessly, the sea itself fled. He's drawing a connection to Psalm 114 that says the sea saw and fled. Not shown Ben Aminadov's courage is inspiring here. We're told that his action gave courage to all of B'nai Israel. It's harrowing to imagine this young man entering the sea up to his neck, acting in complete faith of God. This must be someone who did not experience fear, right? Not so. The Talmud tells us that as Nachshon ben Aminadav entered the Red Sea, he prayed, Save me, God, for the waters are come, and even unto the soul. A prayer we know as Psalm 69. It would appear, therefore, that Nachshon ben Aminadav was afraid, but he took action anyways. When we are in a state of paralysis, we may sometimes find that someone will emerge in our lives to help us see a path. For a lot of people, that may be their own children. This is especially true as parents age when change becomes really scary. In these cases, it may be the adult children who need to help their parents be brave in cases ranging from evolving political views to making the hard decision to move into a senior residence. Everyone experiences anxiety differently and bravery looks different for different people. Some like not shown are going to dive right in. Some will be hiding in the back, paralyzed by trauma from their past. We need to remember that everyone reacts differently to fear and uncertainty. This was true during the pandemic when some people embraced the increased time alone and the new reliance on Zoom, while others felt painfully isolated and are still recovering themselves. 
We need to be sensitive in community that everyone is going to react differently. Surely this is why God's first instruction to Moshe in our Parsha is Daber el Bnei Yisrael, speak to Bnei Yisrael. This is the first step in trying to undertake great and important changes. Talk with each other. Acknowledge those difficult feelings. Be communicative. Unlike other cases, when we are told to act first and understand later, in this case, speech precedes action. And communication is essential so that we may all move past fear together. Sometimes we cultivate our God consciousness through prayer. But sometimes we cultivate it through action. After participating in the 1965 Selma to Montgomery March, Rabbi Abraham Heschel famously equated protest with prayer. Even without words, our march was worship. I felt my legs were praying. Here he was echoing previous remarks by the abolitionist Frederick Douglass, who spoke about surviving enslavement and praying with his legs. Toward his own emancipation, sometimes we reflect, sometimes we pray, sometimes we act. Ideally, we act together. Daber el Bnei Israel, speak to them, God reminds Moshe. Help the fearful through their feelings so that they may too enter the sea. After all, to care for one another is divine. Let's communicate with each other. And when we take action, let it be as a people who pray and walk together. Shabbat Shalom.